As an entrepreneur, you're good at seeing and solving other people's problems. But are you just as good at seeing the problems within your own business? Today, we're going to discover those blind spots so you can remove revenue roadblocks and multiply your income potential. This is the Launch Your Business podcast, because we know starting a business is challenging, but it doesn't have to be confusing. Each week, we'll give you the tactical advice and the necessary tools to scale your business without feeling burnt out. I'm Terry Rice, business development consultant and staff writer here at Entrepreneur Magazine. Let's dive in. So I'm just going to assume that many of you know my role at Entrepreneur as a podcast host and a journalist, but I'm also a business development consultant. Every day, I help entrepreneurs just like you build their brand and revenue. And it's not easy, but I have noticed the same issues tend to come up over and over again. So to make life easier, I made a checklist that includes all the common revenue roadblocks an entrepreneur might experience. This allows my clients to recognize and remedy many of the critical errors they weren't even aware of. So maybe they're not getting enough leads or having trouble increasing their rates. Perhaps they're stuck working around the clock and still not making enough money. Hey, if this sounds like you, then stick around. It's time to uncover the four hidden mistakes that are suppressing your revenue. Let's run through this checklist now. The first mistake, you don't have an irresistible offer. And we talked about this on episode 22. So if you want to go deep on it, check out that episode. But essentially, your irresistible offer is how you demonstrate an understanding of your audience's goals and reflect your roadmap to help them reach these goals. It's not just features and benefits. Your irresistible offer has four parts to it. I'm gonna run through those four parts and then share an example from my own business. First of all, it must reflect your client's dream outcome. What are they looking for? Next, you have to increase their perceived likelihood of success. How do you convince them that this will actually happen? After that, deliver quick results. Speed is super important. After that, make it easy for your clients to implement. So now I'll walk through my example, one of my offers, which is called a business velocity lab. And during these labs, you and I would sit down for a day where we discuss how to build your brand and your revenue and the roadmap to implement all the required action items. So now let's talk about how I implemented every part of the irresistible offer in these business velocity labs. The first is reflect your client's dream outcome. So here's what it says on my website when you're interested in learning more about a business velocity lab. Build your personal brand and irresistible offer so you can attract more leads and multiply your income potential in just 30 days. And if you want to see this in real time, just go to terryrice.co backslash speed. Next up, how do I increase the perceived likelihood of success? Well, on my end, I have five or six testimonials on my landing page that talk about the work I've done with people who are just like my target audience. Next up, deliver quick results. So yes, I will be working with you one-on-one, But prior to even attending that session, you get access to my online course, The Solopreneur's Fast Track, which will help you prepare for our session and support you afterwards as well. Last step here, make it easy for your clients to implement. On my end, I know that was always the toughest part. So my team and I are actually available to help people implement everything we talked about on their roadmap. So that's it. Those four things alone make it an irresistible offer. Now, take a look at your current offer. If you're not addressing these four client concerns, you're limiting your revenue potential. Make these corrections before continuing to pitch. Here's a second mistake. You have not developed your personal brand. Your personal brand, as you know, is the key to getting people to know, like, and trust you. This accelerates the process of gaining clients while also having others spread the word about your business. 
And you can develop your personal brand in a few ways. You can create content that highlights your expertise and personality. You can lead webinars or in-person events. You can also appear on podcasts, just like this one. And lastly, you can just be nice to people, right? <laughs> Build that positive reputation. So on my end, I create a lot of content, right? I write at least one article per week. I normally have one webinar per week. I have one podcast per week. And I post every single day on LinkedIn as well as Instagram. And you don't have to do everything that I do. I mean, it should be nice because that's just a nice thing to do. But if you're not taking these actions for a total of at least three times per week, you aren't building your brand, which means you don't have a unique differentiator. And that is limiting your revenue. Moving right along here. Mistake number three, you don't have a business development system. This part's really important. Personal branding is great, but it's a passive way to attract clients. Business development is the active and strategic process of building relationships that can lead to partnerships. Your business development process must include identifying the specific prospects you want to connect with, creating content that will provide value by addressing their most critical needs, actively reaching out to prospects and sharing these resources, and then, and this part's really important, directly asking them if they'd like to learn more about how you can help them implement the solutions you provided. So in short, just ask if they want to pay you money to help them. Is it uncomfortable? Kinda. Is it effective? Sometimes. <laughs> so go for it. You can do this through many channels, including social media, email, public speaking. But I know some of you out there may be more introverted and don't want to do this, so I'll tell you a quick story. One of my clients refused to post on social media, appear on podcasts, or stages. So here's what she did. She joined online communities that featured only women entrepreneurs and just networked there exclusively. And just from there, she's been able to get enough leads to build a sustainable business. So that's what worked for her. But on your end, if you're not pitching at least 10 people per week, you're relying way too much on luck to build your business. Mistake number four, and this one might be one of those truth hurts moments, you're not easy to work with, right? Good service delivery is crucial for growing your business through referrals and testimonials, as well as maintaining a good reputation which means your service delivery must include a seamless onboarding process, a detailed project management system, consistent and documented communication processes, as well as actively asking for referrals and testimonials. So on my end, I didn't build any of these processes. <laughs> my director of operations did. But as soon as you sign on with me, you get sent a kit for you to prepare for your business philosophy lab. It has all these questions and prompts needed to help me prepare and for you to prepare for success as well. After that, project management, we do all this through a tool called Notion, but there's other options such as Asana or Trello. Main point here is you have to know what's going on, what's due, and who's responsible for it. After that, consistent and documented communication processes. These can be your SOPs, your standard operating procedure, or just let people know how you'll communicate with them throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, whatever it may be. So can they email you? Can they text you? Can they WhatsApp you? documenting all this stuff so your clients know what to expect and how to contact you. And then lastly, actively asking for referrals and testimonials. Look, I was afraid to do that all the time, but I found this really cool study from Texas Tech that showed that 84% of consumers are willing to provide a testimonial after a good experience, but only 29% do. Reason being, most businesses don't ask for a testimonial. So you got to make sure you do that. That is how you scale even faster. So to recap, if you're missing any of these action items, you're making it way too difficult for people to work with you, and you're at risk of delivering subpar experiences. So that was a lot. And I know some of you may feel like you have to start again from scratch. Don't do that. These mistakes can be easily corrected 
I made a step-by-step -step guide for you to walk through the process. You can gain access to it and a bonus tip by visiting terryrice.co backslash money. That's terryrice.co backslash money. So grab that guide, then block off 60 minutes to go through all the exercises. After that, make your plan to implement all the changes necessary to grow your revenue. And I'm gonna take some of my own advice here and just straight up ask you, if you found value in this episode and the guide, please do leave a testimonial for this podcast. It's how we grow and get exposed to more listeners. And I'd really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch up with you next time. Apply what you've learned on today's show. You'll find the show notes and more resources at terryrice.co backslash podcast. Again, that's terryrice.co backslash podcast. And the best way to support this podcast is by subscribing, telling a friend and leaving a review. Also, you can get more tips by following me on Instagram at it's Terry Rice or follow me on LinkedIn. This episode was produced by Josh Wilcox of Brooklyn Podcasting Studio and edited by Dan Lardy. Special thanks to my wife, Dominique, for keeping our kids relatively quiet as I recorded. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.